Our gracious Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much this day you've given us, Heavenly Father, to come to your house and worship this morning, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, thank you for the Sunday school lesson we had already this morning, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, we just ask you, Lord, just during our time of worship, just to worship you in a great mind way, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, you are worthy of our worship, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, right now, we're going to pray for uh, this. Uh, we will have our penny march, Heavenly Father, and I just ask you to bless this time, Heavenly Father, and this money that, that we take up, Heavenly Father, that will be helping these kids, Heavenly Father, that does not have a home. And Heavenly Father, just help minister in a great and mighty way, Heavenly Father, as we help provide for this uh, ministry, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, we're just going to give you the glory and the praise for everything. These things I pray in your name. Amen. All right, kids, y'all come up and bring it
day it was. Yeah. And especially when he touched me. Yeah. When he touched me. Look at page 505. 505.
see that third verse right there. Uh, I shall go there to dwell. One day we all will dwell in heaven. One day we're going to dwell in heaven. We're going to call that going home, right, Sister Sam? Yes. Going home. Will you come up? And this is a, we're going to sing a song, going home. That's when you get that uh, this is unrehearsed. I thought we were still practicing. We are practicing. We're going to practice it right now. This is very unrehearsed. We're going to, we're going to do this right now. Everybody can do this
and I went in there and the doctor came in and he said, oh, we found some polyps, one is pretty large, and uh, he said it's precancerous. He said that we got it all and got everything. So I just give God the glory that Kenneth went, he hates going for that thing, you know. Uh, uh, we were up all night together, we, you know, and, but the Lord is so good. And our weakness, his strength is made manifest, and he just, he just comes through the doors. He's walking us through these valleys and these trials and stuff. And um, I just think of our of Pastor Trigger Byers that um, was going through cancer treatments. He said, in the Anderson, I thought about him. And, um, he said, every time we had to fly out there to Indy Anderson, he said, you know what? I'm just going to share the Lord and pray that every time I go out there, I can win my Lord. And every single time he had to go to Indy Anderson for treatment, he wanted somebody to Lord. Yeah. He had people literally follow him off the plane and ask him how to give their heart to the Lord. Yeah. He said, you know, if I'm going to go through this, I'm going to go through it. <laughs> you know, Jesus, yes. you know, I'm going to make every minute of my life count. And, um, I just want to thank God for that. I, I believe I used to read that scripture. It says, um, number your days, about number your days. What does that mean? And I believe it means make use of every opportunity, whether we're walking through the worst time in our life or walking through the best times, to not miss that opportunity. You know, here you are sitting there with that yourself. That, but God gives you that opportunity to share Jesus. And now we just come the Lord holds us up and those we hold us. And He really comes through in a marvelous, miraculous way. Yes, He does. It's amazing what God does. And now we just hold us that His Word comes through. And He uses everything. This is all things. All things. Look to the good of those that love God and are called for His purpose. God never misses an opportunity to do something good and turn it music for his glory. And the enemy wants us to focus on the things and on the bad things. But even I say this even about our country right now. It is really putting some people on their knees that needed to be put on their knees. Sure. It's it's making us go to a place of prayer and seeking the face of God. And he says in my people in the problem you know, humble themselves, turn from their own ways, and seek his face. He said he will be our land. He didn't say a politician to do it. He said he will be our land. So I pray that God uses all these things that we want to bring us to a place of crying out to him and seeking his face and knowing that nothing is wasted to go through. Not one minute will be wasted. He'll give it to Jesus. He'll be glorified. God bless you, Sister Matt. Hey, you know, when you're saying that right there, and Chris and Pam went on our trip with it, I thought we And you share a little bit about this. When it's in the plane, it's looking out, and you're just looking out, I think you said, looking down in the valleys, and you see the mountains, there's not really nothing growing on the mountains, but down in the valley, everything's green and pretty. But you know, it's just like our life. You know, when we're down in the valley, <laughs> That's when we're we're closest to we're gonna be to God. <laughs> and that we can grow from there. Sure. But we we're not gonna be on the mountaintops very long. We're gonna be about down the back before we can grow. And I just got to think a lot about it.
But anyone else? Brother Steve is coming. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad of what God's doing, what He has done, and what He's going to do. I, um, I thought about uh, what Sister Marilyn said there and uh, Sister Maggie. And uh, a lot of times things that we look at as uh, maybe something that causes us an inconvenience, uh, God is using that and giving us opportunities to be a witness to somebody else. Too many times I'm afraid that I know in my life we try to plan out a way to be a blessing to somebody or a way to witness to somebody and um, doesn't ever work out like we, we planned. But if we will let opportunities that God gives, and sometimes those opportunities uh, are at the most inopportune times you know, when you think about it. But uh, I have learned that if we will uh, go on his time and then move when he says move, that we will see and we will feel a lot more than we will trying to do it on our own. And I appreciate, uh, appreciate the Lord today. Thank you, sisters, for telling uh, for sharing those uh, testimonies. And uh, it's good to see each one of you that's here today. Thank you for coming and, and uh, appreciate uh, what we've been able to feel uh, thus far in the service. The Lord's met with us this morning and I appreciate that. Uh, Brother Bobby, you did a wonderful job teaching Sunday school. Appreciate what you brought out. And uh, uh, we thank you for that. I want to thank the ones that uh, went and uh, helped with feeding the Susan Moore Band and uh, uh, for Sister Pam conducting the devotion over there and uh, everybody that put an effort into that. We appreciate that uh, today. And, and, uh, anytime the church is doing something to, to reach out, to help somebody else, to reach out to somebody else, it thrills me uh, to think about that and know that that's what the Lord has commissioned us uh, to do. Uh, to spread the gospel throughout all the land and uh, and to be a help to those that are in need and to reach a helping hand to those that are in need. And so uh, I want us to continue to do that. If you're here today and uh, if you're lost without the Lord, um, just as simple as I know how to put it, you can be saved today. You can if the Spirit of the Lord draws you and, 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 and draws you to an altar of repentance. You can be saved. Uh, today, if you're here and, and just not where you need to be with the Lord, uh, not feeling the joy of your salvation, because there is joy that comes with salvation today. Uh, but if you feel like that you're separated from that joy, uh, I want to encourage you, whatever's got you down today, whatever's got you bound, why don't you come and lay it down here at the altar at the feet of Jesus, amen, and find peace uh, back in your life. I find out that I can be a lot closer to the Lord and uh, do more of the Lord's work uh, uh, when that I'm laying all my burdens down at His feet. If I'm trying to totally carry them with me, uh, it's a hindrance to me and it hinders, it'll hinder me in trying to do uh, God's work. But I need your prayers this morning. I really do uh, in the worst way. Uh, I've never got a, a handle on how to preach and uh, 
it's, it's, it's a learning process and it continues to be, but I know uh, with your prayers and I know by the grace of the Lord He'll give us that uh, that we stand in need of uh, today. But uh, if you'll turn in your Bibles to the 11th chapter of Matthew um, and uh, very familiar scripture here uh, where Christ gives, Jesus Christ gives an invitation here and it's the last part of this uh, 11th chapter. I want to uh, begin reading with the 28th verse. Uh, you kids, I appreciate what all y'all did this morning. What a blessing that was. And, and uh, <clears throat> But in the 28th uh, verse in the 11th chapter of St. Matthew, he says, and this is Jesus speaking, words written in red. He said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Uh, when we think about that, that ought to be the most encouraging words that we've we've ever heard, I guess. And 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 in this invitation that Jesus gives uh, to each and every one uh, today, and so uh, uh, here He's inviting uh, uh, people to come and and take His yoke and put it upon them. Uh, he said He'll give you rest today. And so, if the Lord give us a thought, uh, it would simply be this. Swapping yokes today. I want you to think about that. And for you younger people that uh, uh, maybe don't know what a yoke is, uh, and I got to thinking about uh, that. I've got one hanging up, I think, on an old barn scene. It was my daddy's or my granddaddy's, and I've got it hanging up there. But a yoke is something that went around uh, uh, the neck of livestock. We we think about it probably in the most modern times. It's, uh, here lately is putting it around a mule's neck uh, to pull a plow. And, uh, but you can go back a little further than that and, and maybe over in some uh, 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 unindustrialized places in the world today, they probably still do it. Uh, they yoke oxen together and they'll have, a, they'll have a yoke that goes around their neck and something connecting them uh, to another one and the yoke around that one. And it's to cushion them, it's to give them something to pull with uh, a heavy load. And so uh, uh, here Jesus is inviting folks to come and take his yoke upon them. Now, what I want us to understand today and what I've uh, come to believe is that we've all got a yoke on us today. One way or another, we're yoked to something today. And, and, and uh, uh, we can either be yoked with the sins of this world uh, or we can be yoked up uh, with the Lord today. And the yoke uh, that He puts on us now, uh, He doesn't, uh, when He saves us today, uh, and He talks about giving us rest, I want you to uh, understand today that He gives us rest from the drudgery of sin, from the pain and the drudgery and the misery uh, that comes with sin. Uh, but He doesn't save us uh, uh, to do nothing today, but he's got a yoke uh, to pull upon us today uh, for his work and to do uh, what he would have us to do. But this is the good news 
whoever he's got a yoke for today and whoever comes and accepts that yoke uh, uh, that he desires to put on, not only has he got a yoke for you right now, but he's got a crown for your head that's waiting for you today. So uh, we begin to think about this and uh, this invitation uh, that Jesus gives here. This was not long after uh, that uh, John the Baptist was in prison and he had sent the disciples out to go and ask Jesus if he was the one or should, he, should we look for another? And the Bible uh, teaches us that uh, Jesus told them that the lame uh, are walking, the deaf are hearing, uh, the blind are seeing, all these miracles are happening. I believe that John was satisfied uh, that who uh, he had come as the forerunner for was Jesus Christ and that he was, he was here uh, on the earth. So uh, this was a little bit after this that Jesus gave this invitation to come all you that labor and are heavy laden. And I want to encourage you today, if you're I told the yoke of sin today and it's, I got you bound down. I, I, the yoke of sin brings upon guilt to a person and it I brings upon shame. I remember when I found myself lost and undone, how without God there was a guilt and a shame that came upon me, not that I had ever robbed a bank or raped anybody or I've done these things that you consider great sins, but I found myself lost and undone without God and the shame came upon me. Uh, but I'm glad when I swapped yokes and I turned in my yoke of sin uh, for a yoke today that give me rest, I found rest in the Lord today. Amen. Amen. There's work to be done as a saved person today, as a Christian. I'm afraid a lot of times, as was made mention, I think in our Sunday school, that a lot of folks today uh, say, well, I'm saved, I don't have to do this, and I don't have to do that. They're right, they don't have to do anything. But I'm gonna tell you something today. I believe that when we swap yokes today, Amen. and we put on the yoke, all that Jesus gives us, it'll make us want to do something with that yoke. It'll make us want to uh, carry our cross. Amen. Uh, the Bible teaches us that there's a cross for everyone. We sing that song, and no doubt there's a cross for me too. I, and I'm glad today how that He's got a yoke how that fits around my neck. How somebody said, preacher, I, I want to be saved, but I don't want to do nothing. I, I'm gonna tell you today. You need to make sure. I, that you're saved if you don't want to do nothing. I, I, because when he saved my soul, I, he put some goldies down inside of me. I, amen. I, and made me want to take the yoke I, I, that he's put upon me I, and make me pull I, I, my load. Amen. I've told folks before, I said, uh, I said, uh, uh, some people that are older than me, I said, uh, now y'all don't use up all your social security money that's out there because I'm not too far I'm from 62 uh, and I want to get my share of it. I, I say I want to start riding this wagon a little while I, instead of pushing or pulling on it. I, I, but that's the way I think naturally. I, I, but spiritually today, I, I'm going to tell you how this yoke I, is gifted to us for a reason. Amen. I, he said my burden's light. I, I, he's not going to allow us, I, I, amen, 
to get all down and out and discouraged. But if we'll just take the yoke that he gives us, find the work that he's got for you and I to do today. Amen. And we can make a difference in this walks of life. Amen. 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 Swapping yokes today. What a, what a great thing that is for anybody that's come to know the Lord and the free pardon of sin. Uh, today, amen. I see people, and you, you see people, you look around in this world today, uh, and you can see folks uh, that are yoked down uh, and bound down by the cares uh, and the troubles uh, and the sins of this world, amen. Uh, I'm talking about folks, amen. Uh, uh, we go home uh, at night, amen. Uh, and uh, uh, Linda and I get along pretty good. Oh, we'll have a spat every now and then, uh, but we get along pretty good, but I'm going to tell you how you look around at your neighbors down the road and you don't want to look very far till there's turmoil, amen. There's hatred. There's fighting. Law has to be called out. I'm going to tell you, that's the yoke of sin today, and all it'll do is drive you further and further in the ground. But Jesus gives an invitation. <laughs> Come unto me. You know what's so great about that? He says, all oh, ye. He doesn't say, come unto me, just this few over here, or come unto me, these over here is trying to live right. But he said, come unto me, all oh, ye. Amen. Today, take my yoke upon you, and I'll give you rest. He says, also learn of me. I'm afraid today that too many Christians, amen, that after we come to know the Lord and the free pardon of sin, amen, we won't stop right there. But I tell you what, this is a learning process, amen. amen. Every day I come to the house of God, amen, every day I hear... Uh, every Sunday that I hear Brother Roger conduct a devotion or the Sunday school teacher teach, amen. Every time I hear a testimony, I am learning of him today, amen. It's a progressive thing. If you ever get to the point in life where you say, I've learned everything how that I want to know about the Lord, amen, then you're backslid today. This is a progressive thing that we've got to continue to grow on, amen. I tell you, I've gotten answered, questions answered from the Lord in the last few years in things that I had wondered ever since I had been saved. Amen. But if we'll strive and we'll put on the yoke and we'll do our job as Christians today, amen, he'll show us. He said, learn of me. Amen. And he'll give us that that we stand in need of. I want to encourage you today if you're carrying the yoke of sin on you today, maybe you've tried to make things right before. Maybe you said a, a, or quoted a prayer after somebody or done something that supposedly was supposed to make things right. I want to encourage you today that if you're hauling uh, this burden uh, today and this yoke that Satan's got upon you today, amen, you'll not go anywhere with it. Have you ever just had a day where you felt like you were just spinning your wheels, everything that you tried to do, amen, you just didn't make any progress on it, and you just felt like you were stuck in the mud? That's what sin uh, is today. It leads to destruction. It leads to failure today. 
and eternally it will lead into an everlasting fire today. Amen. So I want to encourage you while there's time and while there's opportunity to take this invitation that Jesus gives and to swap yokes today and find out what kind of yoke that he's got for you today. Amen. He talks about rest. He said, I'll give you rest. Boy, I'm telling you today, when I think of that, that word, I can't help but think, I know he's talking about spiritual rest, but I can't th help but think about the physical rest that he gives. Brother Bobby, it's become far more important to me today for physical rest than it used to be. Amen. It means a whole lot to me. Amen. Find myself a lot of times, Sister Sarah, before the sun goes down, Blend and I going to bed one night, not too long ago, we were laying there, and she said, it's still light outside. And I said, yeah, but I'm tired. And this bed sure does feel good today. But I'm talking about a spiritual rest that he'll give you and I today. We live in a world of turmoil and unrest. Have you ever seen so much unrest in the world that we live in today? Amen. We think of unrest when we turn on our televisions and somebody's demonstrating about something they don't like and rioting and burning up places and flipping over cars. We think of that as civil unrest. Amen. But all you've got to do is look around today and there's unrest all through this world. People unsatisfied with where they're at. Amen. Striving for the worldly things, striving for the things of this world till they've just run their self in the ground today. Amen. These are the burdens of sin. These are the, this is the burden today, the yoke that Satan will put upon you. But I'm glad that when we come to know Jesus and the free pardon of sin, He'll give us that spiritual rest that we need. I'm going to tell you, I don't know about y'all today, but there, there's something really sweet about being able to lay your head down on the pillow at night and know that whatever happens, everything's all right. Now I can choose to twist and toss and turn all night long and think about the what ifs that could happen. Those of you that's got kids and grandkids, every time one of them gets behind the wheel of a vehicle, your natural instinct is to worry. Amen. And if you let that if you let that just keep on pressing on you and pressing on you, it'll take away your sleep. It'll take away your happiness, amen. It'll take a toll on your body. It'll cause you to be sick more. But I'm glad today for the rest that comes in knowing Jesus Christ today. Amen. amen. I'm afraid a lot of folks mistake that. And they thought, oh, well, when I thought when I got saved that the whole world would want to do the same thing. That the whole world would be better. Amen. I'm going to tell you today, the devil's on a rampage. He's seeking who he may devour. He's devouring so many. He's Amen. doing a good job. You've got to give him credit. He's doing a good job in devouring folks today. In destroying families. No wonder today somebody said, preacher record why the drug problem and the alcohol problem is running so rampant. Uh, around us today. It's folks looking for rest today. They're in unrest. 
and they're looking for a peace. They're looking for something uh, for their body to give them the whole time that they're awake in this world, the whole time that they're in their right mind. Amen. They're continually at unrest. Unrest because of what's going on around them. And they turn to anything that they can find. But the best thing that I've ever found is Jesus Christ for the rest that I need and the peace that I need in my life today. I want to encourage you today, if you're yoked up with the devil's yoke, he's got you doing something for naught. Everything that you're doing is vanity. The, the, the preacher said, Solomon said, vanity upon vanities, I believe it was. All is vanity. But if you'll come and take this invitation that Jesus gives, he said, come unto me, all ye are heavy labor and are heavy laden. If you're tired, if you're tired of the sin, that you're in today. If you're tired of the way things are going, maybe you're tired of the way your relationship is going with your spouse. Amen. Maybe you're tired of things that you're having to tolerate and put up with. You've tried everything under the sun. Let me encourage you to take this invitation. We talk about, a lot of times at church, we talk about after the sermon, we're going to give an invitation. We'll sing a song and give an invitation. But you know what? Anytime that the Lord is showing you where you're at and you feel that sin down inside of you and He's showing you that He's got a yoke that He'll put on you that you can bear today, that you can handle today with Him, that's when the invitation's out there. And I feel like the invitation is coming. Somebody here today, maybe the more than one or two, that God is drawing you to an altar of repentance. He's inviting you to come and to take His yoke upon you today. And you'll find peace like a river. Amen. I've seen folks at their deathbed, and I wouldn't bank on this uh, today, but, but I've been with folks at their deathbed that's called and wanted to talk. Amen. And when the doctors have told them, said, uh, you hadn't got long, about time called family in, and uh, they never had much use for preachers all through their life. Uh, uh, but there, uh, towards the end, you'll get a phone call. Uh, and they'll want to come and talk, you talk to them. Amen. Uh, and I've seen folks uh, uh, that lived their life in sin all the way through. Uh, amen. Uh, and right there, just a few days, uh, uh, before they took their last breath, uh, they traded that yoke. Uh, amen. Uh, for the yoke uh, that Jesus offers today. I, I want to encourage you. I, the Lord may not give you uh, uh, that deathbed uh, opportunity. Uh, so I want to encourage you today. Uh, while there's time and opportunity, uh, he said, come unto me, uh, all ye that labor uh, and are heavy laden. Uh, I lay down your burdens uh, uh, down at my feet, amen. Uh, and I'll give you a yoke uh, uh, that'll give you rest today. Uh, and it'll give you peace uh, that surpasses all Understanding today. Amen. Amen. Unrest. Unrest. Everywhere we look. Glenda told me Friday night when I got home from the ball game it was late because it didn't start till 8 o'clock. 
She said, uh, well, you didn't get in a fight over there, did you? I said, no. I don't reckon nobody fought. She said, uh, well, there was a lot of games went on tonight that they had brawls and fights and guns were drawn. Some were carried away in ambulances. I'm talking about the ball game. You don't think there's unrest in the world that we live in today. There's unrest in our, in our government today. There's unrest all around. But he's offering you and I today a rest and a peace that surpasses our understanding. I've often, Sister Maggie, tried to tell folks, especially in preaching, I've tried to tell folks what he means to me. And I've never been able to get it out. I've never been able to get it out exactly what he means to me. Old timers used to say it's better felt than told. I guess that's right. I guess that's right. When I see folks that are in the drudgery of bound down with the things of this life and seeing and seeing families just tore apart and destroyed and brothers and sisters and kids and moms and dads not speaking to one another. Hey man, I'm thinking, boy, I'm not a rocket scientist. I don't have a college education. <laughs> I know what would help them without a doubt. I know where the hope is. I know what the answer is. If they would just take that yoke that Satan's put upon them and has told them that they have to carry that yoke, amen. If they would take lay that down at the feet of my Jesus <laughs> and accept this yoke that he wants to put upon us today. Amen. And all through life, even when troubles and trials and tribulations come, and they're going to come, amen. Whether or not today you've got the yoke of the Lord, your trials and troubles and tribulations, they're going to come. That's part of life. He'll give you peace and He'll give you rest when you need it the most to that. What an invitation. What an invitation that Jesus has given to folks today. Somebody said, Preacher, He was talking to His disciples and that great multitude of people that were following Him back in this day. He's talking to you and I today. You and I today. Amen. It's not rocket science. It's so simple today, the Bible teaches us. Fool or a wayfaring man would not err therein. Amen. I'm glad. Amen. You often wondered why Jesus took the simple things of, 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 of this world and called them into high things. Amen. I thought about Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Amen. And he came to Jesus by night. And over a period of time, Nicodemus believed and accepted Jesus. But you notice Jesus didn't make him an apostle or didn't put him out there to go and preach the gospel. But he took some fishermen. He took some fishermen out in the sea. Right in their nets, catching fish. And he said, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men today. He's got a yoke for you today. 
and I can promise you, you know, I look at that old yoke every so often that I've got. It's made out of leather, and it was kind of cushioned on the inside to sort of the poor old mules or oxen that had to pull them things, but but it was to it was to give them something to pull with and to be as comfortable as it could be if you could make that comfortable around their shoulders there as they pulled. But Jesus said he's got a yoke today. Everybody's looking for easy in this walks of life that we live. There's nothing easier than living for the Lord. Living for the Lord. Some people call it a glorious hard way. But I'm going to tell you, he'll give you peace that surpasses all understanding. Let me say this in closing. We, we talk about what we swap or what we trade. There's even a song that Gospel song, oh look what I traded for a mansion. Oh look what I'm leaving behind. Amen. But if there wasn't a mansion, it'd still be worth swapping the yoke that Satan puts on you today from the yoke of the Lord's God. Come, come get us a song. Well, everybody understand. And the Lord is offering you an invitation today to come. He's got a yoke that fits you today. You were not born into this world by happenstance or, or by uh, a mistake or by chance. But every human being has a purpose in this walks of life. And Jesus loves you today more than you'll ever know. We think we love our children, and we do. But he loves us with something that surpasses that. Amen. It goes higher than that today. You may be here today and you're, you're wrestling with everything that sin has to offer. And it's got you down and you've tried this and you've tried that. Let me tell you, turning over a new leaf is good, but it won't save you today. Getting a case of do better, making a New Year's resolution, those things are good, but they will not save you today. But the blood of Jesus Christ and what He did on Galgotha's Hill, Amen, made an atonement. He took all the sins that I ever did, nailed them to the cross, that I might have life, that you might have life, and that we might have it more abundantly today. So I want to encourage you today. It's His invitation. It's not mine. It's His. He said, come unto me. Come unto who? Come unto Jesus. If you're bound down and you're tired, and if you're living in turmoil, I know you're tired. I know you got to be. you got to be. There's peace right around the corner. And I know the devil's telling you right now, he's saying, that preacher don't understand the predicament that you're in. And if the devil ever said anything that's right, he said, that's right. I don't know. The church doesn't know the predicament that you're in. We don't know how far that you've gone. But Jesus 
cares today. When he says all, come unto me all, yellow, black, or blue, or white, they are precious in his sight. He says all. Amen. And if you'll come today and take this yoke, and he'll put you, and he'll give you a purpose in life, no wonder the suicide rate is so high. Folks looking for a purpose and can't find it. You'll not find your purpose. To come into this life and to leave without Jesus, I believe it would be better if we hadn't been born yes, according right. to the Word of God. But you've been born and you've been given an opportunity to find out what your, your thing in life is today. Oh, we can set goals of what we want to try to achieve by a certain amount of time. But find out what Jesus has for you today. Find out what your place. Put that yoke up that He's got and get into the service of the Lord today. Amen. One day, and I don't deserve it, but one day I'll get a crack on it. I can't imagine. One day, those of us that know the Lord are free part of sin are going to get a crack. And all our work will be over. The Bible says we'll rest from our labors. Our works will follow us. What it teaches Amen. So when I look around and I think about uh, the things that we need to do for God, and sometimes I'll be honest with you, every so often I'll let it feel like a burden to you every now and then. Amen. But then I look and I think, oh, what such a short time. Paul talked about it in one place. The infirmities that we go through are not to be compared with what Jesus has in store for them that love him. Go ahead and sit. Page 44. Come unto me. Whatever the need is in your life, come unto me. We're all saved.